When I started the night shift at the Evergreen Hotel, I found a piece of paper waiting for me. Written across the top in Sharpie were the words, Rules for employment. What's this? I asked Amelia, who was packing up her things. Just the rules. She said non-committally. Oh, like, don't steal towels and stuff. She grimaced. Yeah, just stuff like that. She said nervously, pulling the bag over her shoulder. Hey, I got a run. Nice meeting you. See you in the morning, I said with a wave. She grimaced again. Yeah, of course. Then she muttered under her breath something that weirdly sounded like... If you're still here. What was that? She walked out the automatic doors and into the parking lot. If I'm still here, of course I'll still be here. My shift doesn't end until 7am. What kind of slacker does she think I am? Shaking my head, I picked up the list of rules and began to read. 1. You are allowed one free item from the snack bar per shift. Any further items will be charged out of your wages. 2. Do not use the elevator between 3am and 5am. 3. You may see a tall man with a red suitcase standing in the lobby on occasion. Do not make eye contact with him. Just check him into room 231 and send him on his way. 4. If you hear someone crying for help in the pool area after midnight, return to your office and lock the door. Do not leave until sunrise. 5. Do not enter room 404 under any circumstances. 6. If any guests complain that the tap water is black, tar-like, or sticky, call the hotel owner immediately. 7. You must ID every member of the cleaning crew in the morning. If anyone does not come up in the roster, do not let them in. 8. We do not keep any Bibles in guests' rooms. If a guest asks to use a Bible, we keep one in the back office that they can read in the lobby. 9. Occasionally, the computer may show vacancies on the sixth floor. Do not book anyone in these rooms. The Evergreen Hotel only has five floors. 10. Do not eat the cookies. They are for guests only. Well, that was disappointing. When I interviewed to work at the Evergreen Hotel, they seemed like such a mature, stable bunch. Not the type to plan out an elaborate hazing of the new employees. Because that's clearly what this was. Amelia, or whoever printed this up, had decided to scare the crap out of new hires. What a cliché. Haunted Hotel. Ha ha ha. At least now her muttered comment made sense. If you're still here. How many new hires had they scared off before finding me? Luckily for them, I was a horror movie buff and ex-military. I didn't scare easily. Just in case this prank got out of control, though, I saved the hotel owner's number to my cell phone, cursing my dyslexia a few times before I got it right. There were more rules, but I didn't read them. Instead, I walked to the lobby, poured myself a cold cup of coffee, and returned to the front desk. It would be an interesting night. The bell at the front desk rang. It was a little past three. I was sitting in the back office, drinking another cup of coffee, playing StarCraft on the laptop. Technically, I was supposed to be going over checkout logs, but I could do that later. Another impatient ring. With a sigh, I heaved myself up from my computer and made my way to the front desk. It was him, the man with the red suitcase. I averted my eyes, focusing on the desk in front of me. Don't make eye contact. Yeah, it was an immature hazing, but that didn't mean I was going to fail at it. I'm competitive by nature, and I was going to ace this thing. From what little I saw, the man seemed to be a tall, thin man dressed in a suit, standing in the corner of the lobby next to the grandfather clock. Probably one of Amelia's friends, or that employee Dominic who I'd briefly met earlier. Oh, of course. That's why I'm not allowed to make eye contact. I'd recognize him. I broke into a smile. That's actually really clever. <laughs> 
I looked down at my computer, pulling up the check-in screen for room 213. When I looked back up, the man was standing right in front of me. I froze. How'd he get there so fast? I hadn't even heard footsteps. He was just suddenly... there. My pulse started to race, but I took a deep breath in, steadying myself. Can, uh, can I help you? He didn't reply, save for his fingernails wrapping against the front desk. This is getting really creepy, really fast. I took in a deep, shuddering breath. No, that's what they want me to do. Get scared. They're probably watching all of this right now from the security cameras, laughing their asses off. I glanced up again. My eyes fell on his suitcase. He'd left it in the center of the lobby, and that's when I'd noticed. It wasn't actually a red suitcase. It was white. But there was so much blood, or something that looked like an awful lot of blood soaking through the cloth, it appeared red. The substance dripped out onto the floor, welling in a puddle underneath the wheels. Just a stupid prank, I told myself. My eyes snapped back to the computer. I clicked in room 213, fed the new hotel key in the reader. I plucked the key out and slid it across the desk. Without a word, he took the key. I didn't look up until the sound of his suitcase rolling across the linoleum disappeared. When I did, my blood ran cold. The floor was clean. Where the suitcase had stood, where blood had pooled on the floor in an inky mess, there was only clean wood. What the hell? As I stood there, thoughts racing through my mind, I heard it. The ding of the elevators down the hall. And then, not sixty seconds later, a cacophony of sound. Racing thumps across the ceiling right above me, as if several people were running as fast as they could. The phone began to ring. Calls flooded in from rooms 202, 207, 218. What the hell is going on on the second floor? That's when my eyes fell on the list, pushed aside and forgotten on the desk. Just check him into room 231 and send him on his way. Not room 213, room 231. My dyslexia had made me read it wrong. I checked him into the wrong room, and I was starting to believe this wasn't just a dumb prank. Thank you for listening. I've been your host, Tom. Don't forget to check out Sleepless Readings on YouTube to hear these stories first. And as always, stay sleepless.